Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast, where we talk real life, real drama in real time. I'm Katie. And I'm Marie. Hello. Hello, and welcome back from Paris. I Hi. have to know. <laughs> How did it go? You know, there were some great parts and there were some not so fun parts. You know, there was there was love. There was drama. There was, <laughs> it's, you know, whenever you get family together. Always. Um, there tends to be drama, but for the most part, we were all really good and well behaved. Okay. Um, and I the the only issue came up when like the the during the wedding when everybody was drinking, okay. so it was what like happened? I think it um not just, important. Yeah, it's just it was like bickering and like people high, you know, it was just really funny. But um, everything was okay. The next day we went to Disneyland together. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So how how was the flight out? And has Nico? Tra- I don't I don't know like has Nico traveled like across seas or anything this is the first time that they that, did that th- this was their first time traveling across the seas and it's funny because I've traveled so much it's nothing to me and I, I don't like I didn't think really much about like how impactful it would be okay for them but like um I think that we've been kind of like caught up in all this like life drama lately that they didn't have a lot of time to ask like they thought about all their questions about the trip, like the last minute, like oh, yeah. the day before they're asking me, they're like, oh, can I use my own American dollars there? I was like, no, you can't like, no, <laughs> you know, stuff oh, like no. that. And they're like, how long is our flight exactly? I was like, oh, like, you know. <laughs> oh, shit. How'd they do on the flight? It, well, here's the thing is what I did is I got premium economy seats. I didn't buy regular economy. Oh, they're not quite business class, but they're wider. Yeah. The seats turned back. You get like full meals. So I think for their first experience, it was great because they, they even said to me, they're like, oh, time goes by because you could watch all the shows. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of what you do. Yeah, um, better sleep. Yeah. 
I tried to, I slept most of the first flight. The second flight, I did not. Um, I've got wider shoulders. And so, like, when I lean, it leans into the aisle a little bit. Oh. And usually people, like, will, like, you know, try and... Go around. Yeah. Or, you know, but the the flight attendants slammed into me over oh. and over and over again. So I didn't see much on our second flight, but it was okay. Um, there was still plenty of... Uh, movies to be watched um but yeah so i think they were they really loved paris um which was great uh they uh we didn't do as much as i wanted to do i think you know the time change and how quickly we had to do anything everything was too fast yeah y'all weren't there all that long to adjust to the time zone were you no no um so we were only in the Paris proper, like the city center for about two and a half days. Um, I mean, and the minute we got there, we went and we hung out with my family and like mm-hmm. drank that night. And well, I drank um, mm-hmm. and like did hookah and stayed out late. And so we just started off rocking and rolling. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next, I tried to go out another night and I was like, oh no, I can't. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. Um, but it was just so nice, like one being there with all my family and experiencing it, and like um, the food. I didn't get to do the shot. Cho- I so it's funny because my cousin got to do that chocolate thing you sent me. Oh, okay, so for I didn't. I sent Marie a uh, hot chocolate like video that just looked so gorgeous and silky, and then they dumped a big old fresh croissant in it, and I want it so bad right now. Yeah, but we I'm glad my cousin got it. Yeah, uh, we're going back to Paris because we just like didn't get to do enough. Like we love to mm. eat there. That was a lot of fun for Nico. Like we stopped at so many boulangeries. Oh, what'd you get? What was the best thing? What was the worst? One of the best things Nico got in, I didn't get. They were better about like getting more stuff to try than I was, but like they got this grilled cheese, like crostini thing, and it was like the cheese was on the the grilled cheese was on the outside with like some pepperoni slices, and inside was um, goat cheese. Oh yes, melted goat, and it was just this magnificent just tasting thing it was it was amazing it was amazing Uh, i I loved it uh what was the worst thing you ate um it was actually on the flight back home (laughs) checks out checks out um you know so scandinavian food is a very (laughs) particular kind of food i don't know how to explain it it's very fresh very Fish, fish based. Heavy. Yeah, fish, yeah. Fish yeah. Um, and like seeds and nutsy. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but we had this thing and it was like chopped up fish and like with nuts. It's like sesame seeds and little seeds. And it was just a little so wholesome. <laughs> it was just gross. I mean, I, and I don't want to say that because, of course, like, what is airline say, food? Yeah. I mean, but the other meals that they had were great. They were great, great, great meal. Um, and then they had this rosemary mousse thing that was oh. not so great. It was could it had potential, but it was like lacking. 
any flavor. One like yeah, it was like lacking like something to pull it together. I had they had I had three different versions of this little boost thing. Okay. And so I had had a beet version, which I thought was amazing. Um, a rosemary and I forgot what the one was on the last day that I was there. So on that last flight. Mm. Um but um so the worst thing was on that flight. Um and the or I don't want to say the worst thing, but we when we the night we got there, we ate at this Turkish restaurant, Yum. and the food was just really bland. Oh, that's Nico, too bad. Nico got Nico ordered duck and got the lamb. <laughs> oh, well, that's different. I don't know how that happened. Did, did it was it a translation thing or? I don't think so. I think he was overwhelmed because my whole family and the bride's whole family were there. It was okay. just a lot of people were there. Okay. Um. Uh, and then I got what I got was like very plain and just really like boring and I was just like it was like just chicken skewer which I love but like yeah it used to like a little bit more flavor on there you know seasoning like, yeah some like, yeah barring. it was just chicken and rice and I was like oh I just paid 20 euros for this oh god <laughs> yeah so um we had a lot of fun uh, we got to go to the catacombs um which Nico loved it's funny it's supposed to take you an hour to two hours to get through it we got through it in like 35 minutes because I don't know if it like Nico didn't realize it or if it was just kind of like the realization of being underground hit them when we were actually like three floors underground but Mm -hmm. they were like they were taking pictures and and bouncing they were taking pictures they were out so fast because it's a lot of you're deep underground and uh, like Probably there's some smaller where you, tight spaces oh yeah sometimes we barely fit like height wise like mm-hmm. um you know there's some parts where like there's water leaking through very slowly okay. because it's below an aqueduct um uh, you know just little things like that and it's like oh my gosh and then on top of that there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of bones dead yeah. bodies like uh Perfect for the October times. <laughs> yeah. So um, they loved it, but we were out. <laughs> we were out. We were out. Um, we got to see the Eiffel Tower. I did not want to go up, so I didn't buy tickets. Mm. But um, something that's changed since the last time I was at the Have you been to Paris? I've never been to Paris. No, I've okay. always wanted to. But yeah, that's one of the ones I haven't gone to. And you've gone well, like one time briefly before, right? I've gone a couple other times. Uh, a couple other times. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so you used to be able to walk under the Eiffel Tower. Oh. Um, used to be able, like it was open. Okay. Um, it is now all blocked off. So you can still get a good view of the, the Eiffel Tower from these like lawns that like on the side of it. But it's definitely not the same. So you go and it's just a big wall underneath the bottom of it. So any all of us who didn't buy tickets really didn't get to like stand near it. You get to take mm. pictures in front of it, but you don't get to like be underneath it and see it. And that kind of was a bummer. But um I know that like a lot of stuff has gone down in Paris and I'm wondering if that's all part of it. Like just uh you know they have to have increased security increased security. Um, so I don't know, uh, but uh, that was kind of a different thing. Um, yeah. but we went at night. Oh, it was gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. The whole family went and 
and we um, got to see it twinkle, you know, and the and, and it was so it was so gorgeous. Um, but it was funny because Nico had to go to the bathroom, and there oh, are no they... bathrooms to be found. Like no, no fucking where. I've heard they're also not really like tourist friendly. Like they're not about, especially American tourists. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So what we actually ended up doing is sitting down in a restaurant, ordering a drink while everybody's waiting for us, but we had to order a drink. So Nico could go use, use the restroom. (laughs) And, and, um, uh, it's not technically, it's funny because the round tourist spots specifically, um, there's this new thing that's also changed since the last time I've been there in that like waiters are asking for tips. Oh, that's new. Especially yeah. in the E. I mean, I guess not EU, but you know, I think it's where Americans are because they know it's us. Oh, and so, yeah. cause uh, because here the bills come out straight, no tax, no anything. So you see your Love bill, it. right? Um, and then the guy's like, well, do you want to add a tip? And I'm like, I know that this is not cultural at all for yeah. you. It's like, and it happened there at the, the restaurant near the Eiffel Tower and then someplace else um, uh, at a restaurant, like not far, not far from where we were. And this girl, and then she's like, and she added a credit card fee. It was such, she scammed us out of so much money. A whole no. family. And I was like, it was funny because I was like, what are you doing? Why are you charging me? I had my bill was 121 euros, but I paid 145. She, she's like, Oh, it's tipless. And she just made it up on the spot. Shut like, the just, fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I, I kind of let, I was like, whatever. Like it was what I would have given her a tip anyways, had she sure. not been a bitch. <laughs> um, but my whole family was up in arms about it. It was really funny. There was it was such a, it was such a thing because she was so quick with it too. She just chart. She's like, I feel like everyone was like, I feel like we just got scammed. I was like, I was like, yeah, a little bit, kind of. And I was like, here's the thing: when you're traveling, you have to be willing to realize that you're gonna get scammed. You're gonna get scammed out of some money. And like she did it to your face, so it's almost like if you did. It's kind of like I had a chance to put up a fight, and I did it. Right. Right. Um, but it was funny because I'm like everywhere other restaurant further for away from the from the um, tourist areas. Tourist areas, they weren't they weren't like asking for tips. And I don't know. It was just And they weren't putting it on your bill without yeah. you realizing it. Yeah. She because she I was like I th- I was like she oh. asked me if I wanted to add a tip and then she added it anyways. And it was like okay. Wait, did you say anything to her? When she asked initially if you wanted to add a tip, like, did you say no? I was like, I hadn't even answered yet. And then my, so my cousin is married to this. He's a young man. A young man is what we'll say. Who doesn't like, who doesn't want to pay for anything. (laughs) He's like, you're not going to take anything from me. So what happened was. And they wanted to get married in Paris. (laughs) No, no, no. That's not the one. The one that got married in Paris. Okay, this is a different one. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) he's like. Hmm, interesting. They he just hey. No. I forgot the joys of being back. <laughs> Anyways, well, so the guy, the girl, the, the sorry, the girl asked me if I wanted to. Um, Charlie, that's enough. That's enough. Charlie. He doesn't like that sound. He hates that sound. The clapping, clapping? sound. 
Yeah, it like it goes like this. Oh, baby. I know, but it's the only thing to stop them sometimes. Um, it's a very light clap too. It's not yeah, even all that doesn't. like aggressive. Um, he just doesn't like it. Um, okay, so mm-hmm. she says, "Do you want a tip?" And then this, my cousin's husband is like also arguing with her about something that's owed and I was like why is this on my bill and then they were like oh you were supposed to pay that oh you were supposed to pay that and then they're arguing and so I think she was just over it and put it all on mine wow. and I was like okay whatever um, because I was like what I had told my family because we could have avoided this it would have been less of a whole situation situation if we all had to decide to pay individually oh, i was boy. like no we don't need to do that we all like pay one check because i was willing to do it i was like i'll pay for it all yeah just get send me the money like this just, just do it that way then mommy do whatever yeah yeah, yeah. Things. but everybody started going up and paying their bills individually i was like that's never it's unless never you have good. that toast app like that one place had yeah it's not gonna work out um so um yeah it was just kind of the thing because they're like oh she scammed us out of a 400 euros i was like it wasn't that much (laughs) no i was like it wasn't that the final bill wasn't that much (laughs) yeah i was like no there's no way but um it was funny just like how shocking everything was and uh it's, it was. I was like, by the fact that they were complaining so much, it kind of made it easy for them to be marks because they were they were busy, so busy wondering what's going on. They were. She's just. She's like charging cards, charging cards, charging cards. But yeah, God. I always expect to be a little scam. Paris is. It's like Italy. You're gonna go. You're gonna. They're gonna try and pickpocket you. They're gonna try and scam you out of some money. Scandal, I mean, yeah. as. No as a tourist that is just what's going to happen to you you know the more you can avoid the better yeah. of course but like if we had a large bill and we tipped her okay you know what i mean like yeah, yeah I, i'm i'm okay with us tipping her even though it's not culturally even though it's like she's only asking because she knows that we're going to feel obligated to give it because we're americans I don't think there's any more like. It's how is Disney. how is Paris Disney Paris? It's tiny. Oh, I really? loved it, but it's really tiny. It's like compacted. I don't know how to explain it. Was um, there not that many attractions? Was it? There aren't that many attractions. I think I went on three okay. myself and felt like I got like a good portion of the park in. Okay. Um I think my sister went on two other rides than me. Okay. Um but it's like it's cute cuz like some of like their stories have changed in the ride a little bit. You see their little take on it. Oh. Um uh, like in less things have changed at Disneyland proper that I haven't been that I haven't seen either but like it was a little bit different star tours. Um, what did they, they had you do something completely different than I had ever seen? Um, but uh, the lands were like tinier. Okay, I don't know how to explain it, but they were. It was. It's a smaller Just, park. Yeah. Uh, but very cute, very artistic. Okay. Uh, 
There's some, some cool figurines of, that are all over the park when you come in um, that are like kind of, they're made out of like metal and uh, just like shaped with space in between them. I don't know how to say it, but it's just these cool works of Disney uh, characters, but made out of metal and kind of um, sheeny and spray metallic looking. And um, yeah, uh, what's that? What else? It was I, I was anything majorly different? Um, they still have space. They have hyperspace mountain. I didn't go on that, but my, mm. the way my sister came off of it, I'm kind of glad I didn't. Cause she said the game were a headache. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Um, that apparently it's a thing as we get older, our inner ear, like the fluid in our inner ear is not like, it doesn't help us as much. So, um, roller coasters are a lot harder on us as we age. Yeah. I found that Very out. Very interesting. Yeah. I found that out not too long ago at six flags when I went with a friend who came down with one of my bridesmaids, Ashley, um, and we went on a couple of roller coasters and I was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes me feel less bad. Yeah. No, I it's, can't, I don't even mess with them anymore. Yeah. No, it's totally, it's an aging thing. It's some, it's something about the fluid in our ears or something. I can't really remember, but it's something about the equilibrium balance. It takes us a lot longer to recover than a teenager would. Who's just like, yeah, let's go on the next one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome to hear because I'm like thinking I'm just a chicken. No. And um, also, I think we also have a, a much better understanding of like how many ways we can hurt ourselves and how short yep. life can be. <laughs> I was I was actually on this trip. I kind of had that realization about myself and like I kind of gave myself a little bit more space to be a little more scared because I was realizing. You know, while we can try to, you know, not let life scare us, as we get older, the reason why some people are more scared and more cautious is because they have firsthand knowledge of a lot of bad things. (laughs) So you could see it's like, oh, yeah, these things are possible. Maybe like the turbulence on the plane really got to me. Yeah. That, that shit gets to me too now. Like I I remember my mom when we would fly, she was definitely afraid of heights and she would like vice grip my hand anytime like a small bump or whatever would happen. And I do that to Mark now. Like, I'm just like, okay, I gotta close my eyes. I don't even want to, I just want to ride this out. Like, yeah. Yeah. Way more terrifying. Yeah. Um, and then of course, Right before I went to Paris, I ended up on aviation TikTok. Okay. <laughs> and it's like all these conversations between the towers. Oh, okay. The, yeah, the, the like, um, the, oh, I can't remember the FTA. People who but... land, land the planes and tell them where to go and yeah. all that stuff. And tell them how fast and where, how high, wherever. Yeah. yeah. Adjustments and things like that. What was going on with uh, aviation TikTok? Yeah, so a lot of these conversations, like you hear the conversations between these air traffic controllers mm-hmm. and the pilots. Sometimes they're bickering, sometimes <laughs> they're telling jokes, but sometimes like there was one time like the guy's like, "Yeah, are you having an emergency?" He's like, "Yeah, it's an emergency. We don't need to land yet." Like, like it's like 
pilots casually just handling crazy shit crazy like crazy situations it's like shit is that happening all the fucking time on these planes rides like oh our engine blew out and the guy's like so you're not you're saying this is an emergency he's like she's like no it's not an emergency but your engine blew out and i'm like that's a fucking emergency if i'm on that plane i want you to land that plane again i don't want to be on that plane but um, but that's that's someone who's like i mean hopefully is like a calm and collected pilot that's like yeah but we also have a backup this or like i can yeah. fix it like with that like yes it's technically an emergency but i know how to solve it in the amount of time uh, I mean, do you know that they call us souls they call us souls how many like souls are on the flight yeah oh what no i didn't know that that's yeah terrifying <laughs> i feel right? like you had like the most halloween centric Paris trip <laughs> with the why, why am i watching and... that why am i watching that be- I before know. i go to paris on a 10 hour fucking flight yeah did you, did you have wi-fi on the flight no it, i didn't i'm so glad i did it though i was just, just before uh, just before we left i was watching those videos oh, okay. i didn't watch it while we I, hey. That that would have been bad. Yeah, that would have been really bad if I was watching those. So, but I did. The funny thing is, um, coming back home, I know, uh, my dog is really killing me right He's now. All up about it. Just, did somebody walk by? Is that what happened? So the next door neighbor, not the next door neighbors, they're doing uh, construction in the apartment next door. So I'm assuming those people are what's moving around, Got but it. also could just be people coming home. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just people. I think it's the construction people. He just loves to bark. I, that's the barkingest dog I ever done seen. <laughs> loves to bark. Um. I have a cold. I don't know if you could tell. I could tell there was some there's some congestion. Um yeah. did you get that on the flight back? Like is it just kind of the exhaustion of the time switches? No, actually it's funny when I called you. Uh, I was at the beginning. Thing. I was at the beginnings of I had like a 48 hour bug. Mm, yeah. And it was it, bad. It, that you can and you had just like flown in like you just come in like the night before and yeah. you're like can we reschedule i was like absolutely yeah. jet lag yeah. a bitch like to begin with yeah. but when yeah. you're traveling you're way more susceptible to so many other people and traveling is usually like on the way back is usually when i get sick um so yeah oh was it miserable i chills fever like Shit. i was like what is going on congestion Did you body test ache like- I was waiting to see how how I was today. Let's see, see if I needed to test. I guess I could still test. Um, yeah, because the body aches is like one of the big signs. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have still test. Um, that would suck if I had COVID. Um, <laughs> like the big bit, but it definitely began on the plane. Like I, in the morning, I thought I was just like, oh, I left the air conditioner on. So I think that left me sensitive. Yeah. And then um, on the plane, something like was just in me. And so I was like, okay. And then the next day when I called you, it was a wrap. My body was like, you're sick. I'm glad. I'm glad you you called me to tell me like, hey, I can't do this. And I was like, good, (laughs) go rest. (laughs) Because there's nothing that needs to be done when when you're feeling ill. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 
Especially not uh, our cutesy little podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love our cutesy little podcast. I do too. I really do too. Oh, things I need to tell you. Please. Besides Paris. Did you have a list? You looked like you had a list. <laughs> well, I didn't mean, I didn't mean that. I, I, you know, it's funny because we could have probably taped on a Tuesday or Monday last week. I realized we could have done that, but eh, I eh. was not thinking about it. Eh, um, I decided not to take that job. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So right before you left, you told me that you had had an interview. You weren't really sure about the company or the position. Um, what, what led you to this decision? Like, so I, um, keep making bad choices when it comes to employment um, and desperation. Yeah. Um, I want to have the ideal working environment. And I know for me, I really want to work remote or super high, like super remote heavy hybrid. hybrid. Yeah. Um, and that job wasn't good. They, she initially told me it was going to be remote that she got the correct information and it was only remote one day a week. Oh, and, and I like, hate when they do shit like that. They're yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Cause they're just as desperate. And I was hoping maybe they would negotiate a little bit, but um, were they not willing? No. Uh, so I said no. I really, you know, I want to be home. Mm-hmm. I um, think it's important for me to work remote. I've had like it's been better for my mental health. Period. I've just um, and until I get over some of these phobias, it's also like the most like logical thing for me to do. It means I'm back out on the market and I'm scared again, but I've got four and a half months left of (laughs) of unemployment. Yeah. Um, And I, you know, occasionally still get to work as a venue manager for this place. Um, So, I'm going to make it happen until it has to, until I, like, I'm, and I'm getting side gigs, like, you know, like next week I work lesbian suit tech. So I don't know, but I want I really wanted to work remote. I just think, like, I also think I'm of the vein where if I see a job that's like, why are you forcing people to come into the office? If you could do it one day remote, you could do it more days remote. Yeah, it does. And it tells I mean, me something about your culture a little bit. Well, it tells me something about what they assume expectations yeah. should look like. And yeah. that feels icky and gross. Um, it's interesting, too, because, I mean, I I almost feel like... <laughs> be ballsy enough to ask like what is what is the intention with bringing people into the office like ask them like what do you as a company gain for people being in person yeah and if it's like camaraderie and like team building that's when i would run (laughs) yes yeah if it's more like hey like honestly some of these pitches like don't really go well when people are kind of off on their own like we would much rather people brainstorming in the same room just because it's it brings certain elements out that you know are more effective then that's a great excuse but if it's just like because we're a family uh, (laughs) yeah yeah so i said i i wrote her i said no and 
That, that was very sweet. No, she said thank you. And that's it. <laughs> but um, good for you. I'm so proud yeah. of you. That's huge. No, it's a weird thing to say no um, to and work there's right so much. There's so much power in it. I mean, we've talked about it before, but there's so much power in like, in saying, hey, is is this what I should expect when coming here? And when they say yes, you should have the full ability to say, no, that's not for me. Yeah. Um, okay, so you said no to the job. You're back on the market. That is exciting. Is there anything else going on? Um, I watched Alice in Borderland, and I know that's not a big deal to everybody, but you need to watch it. It is okay. so good. Okay. It's, it's a Japanese like horror thriller. Someone was telling me about that, yeah. Uh okay magic okay it's like hard to get into at first like you're like this is terrible okay like i'm not watching this then you get past that first episode and you're like oh shit this is really fucking good you know okay. i think there's a level of cheese added whenever um we like dub right what's the word um yeah you know. dubs and subs so dubbing is the english uh voices or the american voices speaking over the original yeah. and subs yeah. are the subtitles yeah yeah so sometimes it feels a little cheesier i don't know right. why it does that because it's like it a does... voiceover actor going like voicing over a physical performance and that like i know for a certain netflix show that you know i can't necessarily talk about because we're still on strike yay actors um but the one that was very popular and uh involved a bunch of people competing for a large sum of money and killing each other i know i watched the dub of that and it was very dramatic and apparently i lost a lot of context of why certain people were doing certain things because of the performance of the actors dubbing over versus what the subtitles were saying <laughs> i i heard to watch i heard to rewatch it with the subtitles that's only. what i heard too yeah 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 uh, so There's you one. would say maybe not the same for this one, or is is there an option of a dub or a sub over? They um, does. I watched it subtitled as well because I just saw you know okay. little language differences. Yeah. Um, but I watched it just because I was like watching it as I was going to sleep or when I was just chilling. I didn't want to like if I didn't want to read the whole time. I right. let it be dubbed. Um, but I just. I just loved that show. It was so okay. good. I'm trying to get a fix now, trying to find a show to watch to fill that hole because it was so good. Um, huh. I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way. It's so funny because I've, I have so many friends like asking me to come on like podcasts and things to talk about like current shows um, and things that I, I am excited about, but like, just because of SAG still in strike mode, um, AMPCP is doing very similar bullshit things that they did with the WGA, um, where they're pulling away, they're giving us really bad deals. Um, so I'm I'm trying to like, there's so many things I can recommend, and yet there's so many things right. I can't talk about. And even though I haven't worked on these projects, I'm still like solidarity with like SAG and all the actors movement because a lot of bullshit going on. Um, Oh my goodness, somebody's... Oh wait, hold on, Nico's calling me. And okay. they never yeah, call yeah, yeah. Me. I'm going to pause it and see if that works. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? 
If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. Oh my god, that was just, I paused the recording but it was the cutest thing. Nico was just like, I just wanted you to know I was thinking about you. <laughs> They're really sweet. They're very I'm sweet. Like checking in on you and seeing how you're feeling. <laughs> oh my god. Damn, I kind of wish I did record that because that was one of just the sweetest little moments. <laughs> oh, that was so cute. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It'd be good for a commercial break, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what were we talking? I'm gonna take a little hit. I haven't been smoking much lately, so it's nice because now the shit works. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. No. I. Um. I will say this. Um. Mark and I have been. We've been really good about like not doing um pretty much any substances, and then we went on a trip to. Paso Robles this weekend um and came back didn't have any weed um and then ended up getting some last night before um because it didn't have anything didn't weren't like required to do anything or like have brain functioning and the smallest amount knocked us on our asses <laughs> yeah. and it was it was kind of nice it was nice to yeah. be in that sort of giggle mode <laughs> yeah yeah you don't get I don't get that very often yeah uh. So there we go. Um, <coughs> what, what were we talking about? We were mostly talking about streaming services and oh uh, yeah, and like what you have. You do have Apple TV Plus, yes. I, I don't know if I have Apple TV Plus. Oh, you know, like, like it's Apple TV. It's Apple TV. It's like the where they have like yes the the I, shows with the soccer balls. Uh, the yes. shows okay. that are on in the um morning time. <laughs> yes i do okay, have so apple do... tv plus okay um what genre are you looking to get into so um i feel like alice in borderland is not post-apocalyptic but it is post-apocalyptic Okay, I have a perfect suggestion for you. <laughs> is there a lot of like mystery and sort of intrigue? You, you don't know why any of it's happening. They mm -hmm. just, but it has Squid Game. Oh, sorry. I guess that's it, okay. That's okay. You can you can talk about it all you want. I, I just got, personally won't. 
those um, types of themes like that type of like gotcha uh, sort of like desperate yeah like okay um there is a show that has rashida jones um uh david aliuelo uh i i've talked about this a million times so it, it's um it's it takes place underground uh but this structure that the series is named after is usually above ground and attached to farms usually you store feed and grain in it um it's it's not a solo but it is with an eye yes yes (laughs) i think so dumb i feel like none of this really fucking matters and like who gives a shit like but at the same time i'm still kind of good to be consistent yeah you know um highly recommend it it's got uh-huh. really interesting intrigue you feel like you're you don't know why they're there uh you don't like it literally opens up with like we don't know why we're here we just know that today okay. is not the day that we can go outside um i it, it's i would say it's a lot like i mean i i don't know how allison borderland is but it, it's a little bit darker in tone um but it is interesting and very like mystery driven so highly recommend that. <laughs> I'm just trying to get everybody watch that show. <laughs> no, it's I, mean, I just I just I just added it to my same my watch list. Okay, cool. Um, um there's also another really good one that's high sci-fi fantasy on there. Um okay. I the name of it is um is like the first thing that you put on your face for makeup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know just the about. charades but just with tv shows it's also really good that was something that um that was something that daniel lavery actually recommended book and uh show which highly agree with them about okay but, um what are you what are you going to be up to tonight for are you hanging back are you just keeping it chill tonight well uh, I'm gonna be home. I think most of the night. Yeah. Um, Nico's gonna be back late. I forgot what day it is. I'll probably watch something scary or something. Uh, I did watch a really cute scary movie, like eighty slasher kind of feel to it. Okay. Um, and it's with the girl who is Sabrina, the new Sabrina. It's called Totally Killer. Okay. Oh, uh, it was so good. It was just okay. like what I loved about it is that it showed like I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna watch it, so I don't know if I should get, but basically it made fun of the eighties in a way that was really cool and like Oh, that's fun. Yeah, like it was just kinda like, Oh, we did do that, didn't we? Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Like Okay. <laughs> Like we're like, oh man, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, sweet, okay, yeah. We haven't gotten into like the spooky season stuff um, as of yet. We're it's just it's been so hot in LA, like unbel- Like it was in the nineties, and then when we were up in Paso Robles, it was in the like high nineties, and it was just like, oh, <laughs> all I want to do is like jump in a pool. It's sort of mid California. Um, it's basically between you and I. <laughs> okay. Um, super fun. Um, got Mark to eat um 
this really great so we went to a couple vineyards but the last day we went to this really great vineyard that had a beautiful burrata and like fresh tomato and uh, nectarine sort of dish where you put it on oh god it was so good and mark is not a tomato person um and he's like that was so good i was like yeah because that's a farm fresh tomato this is why i have to be better at gardening man (laughs) (laughs) because the ones at the store are grainy and gross and like that's what you're expecting but like when you have like a good farm fresh whatever oh i'm drooling right now (laughs) (laughs) well i feel like that's how i felt in france because i had a lot more fresh fresh fruit like tomatoes on my on my my eggs and sandwich every morning like my egg sandwich every morning just put some fresh cheese and it's all better it's It's all all better better. and i'm sure i'm sure their bread was just unbelievable Uh, i'm so jealous of this bread (laughs) yeah we definitely went into the bakery and did damage like i know that they were looking at us they're like fucking americans like i did not care we're getting sales so like what do you care yeah i was like whatever one of these one of these one of these one of those do it oh hell yeah no you have to especially oh especially that french fucking boulangerie like oh god i all i want is just to go travel around and eat like i want to be the female somebody feed phil um but yeah. go into uh, yeah. a lot of bread places yeah. and be like, there's a reason why I'm this big. Yeah, uh, do it. I love know. it. <laughs> so cold pending, anything coming up that you're excited about? Um, You know, I'm excited about working at Let's Tech. It's going to be a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but what, do, what, do really... in, what does that entail for you? Like, what are you going to be doing? So they have a main stage, um, where, and so it's a big, big conference. Mm-hmm. Thousands of women and non-binary people attend, and um, they uh, have a main stage and several other stages, but all the keynotes are from the main stage, and I'm going to stage manage. Oh, that's right. The main stage. So. You did that last year, yeah? I I was assistant stage manager last year, so this is a step up. And yeah, um, I'm nervous because I haven't heard anything from like got no show notes or anything yet. So I'm gonna oh. check in with him. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> when, when when is this again? <laughs> like a couple days. When, when is this? this I think it's the 18th. Right? Oh shit. Okay. Okay. All right. So five ish days. <laughs> Oh shit! What about Courtney? I just realized I never, I didn't even think about that. Uh, so Courtney was unable to uh, record with us this week, um, but we're moving it to next Wednesday unless there's an issue. Well, that's what I'm saying. I just realized oh. it's the 18th, which is next Wednesday. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. So that might not work. So we can always um, we what can about do it a different... Monday, or t- Monday or Tuesday, or I'll I'll reach out and I'll text her about that. Uh, sorry i'm okay. really bad with it i should just like let you like <laughs> we, we can connect. do a sh- we can do a shared calendar type of thing if you want i was gonna say i think that might be a smart idea yeah totally Let's um you know me i love my google products <laughs> no i just think it'd be easier because um i think about things like in such short term 
Yeah. If that, does that make any sense? Yes, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, that I'm like, oh, should I have? And this is a common problem for me. Actually, that was really cool to identify it like live. I was like, that is yeah. the issue. I, I do think about things very short, like not big life things, but like just my daily. Like but, this, but this is good because like i mean think about like the anxiety that you just got from like realizing oh the lesbian suit tech conference is like in a couple of days and i still haven't figured out what it is that, that they need from me or like if i need to prep anything and then you also thought ahead too and just being like wait that's when we have another guest on um that's a cool thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. it. But I think calendar might solve a lot of that problem. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll do like a shared calendar for uh for ourselves. <laughs> um, as for me, when this podcast releases, you can go to Los Angeles and check out Nothing Burger live Ooh. on Wednesday night, the eighteenth. Um, come on down and uh we're gonna be trying our own new style and format of improv which we're calling the gene um which that's exciting yeah very excited about it it's gonna be it's gonna be weird and interesting and new um which i'm not always the best at because we haven't like solidified the format completely and so like i'm i'm putting a lot of trust in (laughs) okay Okay. in this process um for audiences that we don't really have huge amount of people for so (laughs) i'm like okay let's let's get out of the comfort zone let's just let's go for it um but yeah it was actually semi-inspired by gene villapique who is a comedian and improviser as well but yeah um it's exciting. Come on down to uh, the Pack Theater. Um, I'm also I've been working with uh, their marketing department, just sort of volunteering some images and time and stuff. And it sounds like there might be uh, some really interesting and fun things coming up with the Pack um, that I might try and get more uh, geekscapists and and people involved in, which would be really great because they might be heading towards sort of like a Sketchfest style event in the coming year or so um so very excited about that yeah yeah um yeah but all in the works more more details on that later uh once i actually get real details (laughs) but yeah (laughs) so those are what that's what i'm excited about um what i'm not excited about is that i worked out this morning leg day and i am not excited about the lactic acid that's probably building up in my legs right now (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah it's good it's good it's good though i need to we were just i was thinking about what did you what did you do to work out did you just do like go to the gym so our our buddy daryl has started a karate studio in the valley and um we helped him with a, a couple of things and so we're getting some classes um like a weight training class so today was weight training at his studio um and it was a lot of like russian split squats and um sort of uh, like deadlifts and basically trying to get um my legs strong enough and like it's it's interesting because i noticed like slight pinching and things from like my acl surgery and whatnot but the more i do the exercises the more that goes away and i was okay. like cool 
So I'm going to have jelly legs, but it's going to make the pain in my knee go. (laughs) That's what my PTs all wanted me to do anyway. So, um, yeah, so we're going to stick with that for a little while. And then um, Sundays, I take a a weapons class with him. um, And I've been doing bow staff, which is pretty cool. Which, if you're not familiar with bow staff, it's the weapon that Donatello from the Ninja Ninja Turtles does. It's big, right? It's very big. And it's because I'm tall. It's very big with me, too. (laughs) But it's light. It's cool. It's a different way of working. Um, But yeah, yeah. So just trying to do all the physical things so that I don't die when I get older by just stepping the wrong way. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh. Well, my dear friends, please remember that the universe she be chaos. So be kind to one another, especially with everything that's going on in all around the world. Please be kind to one another. There's a lot of nonsense going on. Marie, is there anything that you would like to leave the audience with? Yeah, um, the crunchy almond flour cookies, the chocolate chip from Simple Mills, are um, a dupe for famous Amos. Shut up. Chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Seriously, there's, there's a slight texture difference, but it's like minimal. Almond flour. Yeah, okay. That's huge. Those famous, and I'm talking to somebody who really loves those famous Amos cookies. A chocolate chip expert I am. And these are fucking amazing. I, fucking I donated blood, and I had like one of those famous. Names. I was like, "Oh, I forgot how good these stupid things They're are." They're fucking so amazing. Yeah, yeah. The Simple Mills version. Okay, okay. It's so fucking good. I'm looking. I got a box right here. I'm looking at. Really it. That's what I was eating. Oh, sick. Okay. All right. All right. Where'd you get that at? Amazon. Okay. I order my groceries through Amazon. Yeah, I mean, because it's Whole Foods, and we we have one, and walk. We actually have two in walking distance. I just never shop at Whole Foods, but no, I'm, it's not. They have a non Whole Foods one because I went oh, they do? Shop at Whole. Yeah, they have oh, a non Whole. Yeah, I went. Well, I oh, think you every once in a while go get snacks there, but you can't just shop there. Right. It, it's like an Amazon Fresh, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. We don't have one of those around here, and. We totally should. I know there's one in North Hollywood, um, but no, no, no. That's not even. That's even. You don't even have to. Worry You're like about that. doing it through Prime. I literally order through Prime. I go on Amazon, click what I want, put it in my cart. And I bet you Amazon Fresh delivers to you. Okay, but you have to have like a certain amount, right, in order for them to deliver groceries. Well, for free, it's got to be a hundred dollars. But like, they'll just charge you a delivery fee. Um, it's like four ninety five, depending. It just depends on what you. Even spend. if you're a Prime member. Yeah, that's a uh, new thing. That's okay. a new thing. He's just okay. started charging for that. But yeah. Okay. But I usually buy at least a hundred dollars worth of groceries. That um, I mean, I do too. But that's if I plan ahead. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I buy a hundred dollars of groceries that I didn't plan ahead for, and it's just gotcha. munchy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is, it's, it helps me not being cool. in store. Okay. And like, seeing I, it and I, being like, oh, that. I, I buy so much more healthier shit. It's so funny. Really? Because I don't have all the options right in front of me because it takes going and looking for them. And now they, I shop so regularly that pretty much everything I buy comes up on the front. Anyways. It's like you subscribe to your thing of celery every week or something. <laughs> it just knows. Okay. Okay. So. Um, I might have to try that. I out. know we're not supposed to love Jeff Bezos 
Definitely don't. I really love Amazon Fresh. It is amazing how convenient it can be. (laughs) That is the unfortunate part of that. Yeah. So when you're tired and you need groceries, when I was like sick, I was like, I still need some things. Boom. Yeah. There you go. So interesting. Okay. All right. Well, my friends, have a great rest of your week, and we will see you next. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Pasta Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come, baby, come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. You've been lost in the woods for hours now, stumbling around in the dark. You come around the bend and see two people roasting marshmallows over a roaring fire. They see you coming into the clearing and gesture over to pull up a log. Welcome to Campfire Ashes. I'm Paul. And I'm Jess. Join us as we tell each other our originally written spooky stories around the campfire and then dive into the lore and legends that inspired them. Is it something that goes bump in the night? Is it something menacing lurking past the tree line? Or is it just weird and otherworldly? You'll find it here on Campfire Ashes. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or right here on the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 